to the ether today is sunday october 30th 2022 today on the ether ancestors dream a tribute to our planet hosted by sandy toast 2211 with pevin everett and lucid dreamer and more let's take a listen we are here today celebrating we're going to celebrate our new drop ancestors dream hello lucid we're going to play a song by Everett called World Love while we wait for everyone to join us. And I'm going to send you an invite to co-host. Here we go. Praying everything goes well. Welcome. Oh, how you doing? Good. I can hear you good. How's the sound of the music? Is it okay? Yeah, it looks good. Sounds good. I'm gonna invite some people. Yes, let's invite our friends and tweet it out. Invite, share, Twitter. just tweeted out the room hope that we have our friends joining us i'm so excited about this collaboration it's busy day it's halloween it's the time change it's uh there's a lot going on today but um heaven's schedule worked out so we could have the space today and hopefully he will join us the time change may have affected um, our audience, (laughs) us, and uh, maybe our special guest today. But uh, so far, um, I'm going to go ahead and pin up to the room. 
what we got going on. And if you want to pin something up to the room, you feel free to go ahead and do that. And then I'm going to start by describing why I wanted to do this project and why you wanted to do this project. But I'm going to pin this up right now. Uh, I'm sure Pevin has a million things going on. He just, our special guest, Pevin Everett, Here's Sundog. Hello, Sundog. Nice to see you today. How are you? Thanks for joining us. We're just tweeting out the room, listening to some music, and um, seeing what's going on. Um, I'm going to give you a mic, if you like, if you'd like to come up here and uh, chat with us. And uh, This is a recorded space. We're just waiting for our guests to show up. A lot of spaces are going on, and... Uh, Pevin is very busy, but um, I'm hoping he'll join us today and, and share with us his uh, thoughts about the music and this project. How are you, Sundog? I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys? What's going on? Ancestors Dream. This is a project that you, I saw you, you showed this a couple of, like last week sometime, this picture. This is a collaboration you did a while ago. Yeah, it's been uh, waiting in the wings for quite a while, so it was nice to get it out. It was nice to do it on Manifold as well. Manifold rocks, eh? I've been selling it so hard for the last year, and now all of a sudden it's become so easy to sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like they're they're improving everything, like, daily. There's There's always new things. I just put up a new one, and I saw some more options to it, too, so it was great. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to be the... <laughs> the platform very soon. I mean, I've always believed that they were ready last year, you know? Um, so yeah, no, it's fantastic. Fantastic. What are you guys up to? Uh, right now, uh, <laughs> we're just, uh, you know, starting up the space and, uh, yeah, not too, too, too much, but, uh, how about yourself? What are you, what have you been working on and building? Yeah, I've been, um, you know, I've got a lot of computer, problems and um so i can't really do much work so it's been a, a pain in the ass to be honest um and then to be able to do the other little christmas project that we're working on has been a great uh, distraction every now and again but basically what i've been doing for the lot today is is trying to get uh, davinci resolve onto this old mac laptop that I'm using and it's just taken all day but I've now literally in the last half an hour got it going so I can start working again now so yeah no all good eh? Oh, frustrating as all hell when you don't have the finance and stuff to just do things you know all these things are so easy if you've got the material you know it's crazy yeah it's true and then when you have it you just you you take it for granted of course right <laughs> so yeah. yeah absolutely people just waste what they have a lot of the time and i mean i i've seen it in my life when i've had nice cameras and you know they end up sometimes just doing nothing and that's so sad humans funny funny creatures we are hey sandy how's it going um, I feel you, Sundog. Um, access to resources, having finances, and having the literacy and the know-how to get things done. Um, yeah, people don't really realize 
how much goes into a project or something getting done. Um, and, and uh, the, you know, they, they want to write it off as luck or easy. Um, there's a lot that happens. And, you know, it's, it's like w- one of the things that I use for my inspiration are flowers. You know, people have been going on about flower power for a long time. But, you know, I take walks every day. And when you really think about all that goes into just a beautiful flower coming to be, and all the things that are against it. And it's almost miraculous that everything we see is there, right? Because every millimeter of space, every square inch, there's competition for everything. And, um, and, and there's just so many things that we have to do to be successful. So when things do come together and things do work out, it's almost surprising. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, Oh, well, that's good. This worked out. And, um, and and yeah, you know, I'm getting older now. I've had a lot of successes and I've had some challenges and I've had failures and everything in between. So we just learn to um, take it with a grain of salt, our successes and our failures. So but when when things do go well and people do um you know, prosper or have resources and and you do that is wonderful. That's why I love the blockchain. That's why I'm really active. Not only has it been good for me, but onboarding people into the blockchain because people, you know, crypto, it's like, well, how do you start? Everybody like who hears about it, how do you know, you know, how do you get into crypto? How do you get into the blockchain? Hi, Eric. Thank you for joining us. We're here today celebrating our ancestors dream we did a tribute to our planet and we're talking about our process lucid dreamer myself and pevin everett did this collaboration and um hello secret thank you for joining friends are coming in and uh, we're just uh celebrating the coming together of art and technology and we want to talk about um what we're doing and we're going to celebrate this project pevin will join us today. And so Sundog, we were, you know, to answer your question. um, Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And blockchain technology is really one of the places where we do have access to resources, meeting people like pharma, connecting with people like lucid. Um, It's been kind of a miraculous thing. And I, I feel like my life has completely changed with blockchain technology. And every day I learn more and more amazing opportunities are here. So while we wait for Pevin to join us, um, um, I want to mention we've got an AI newsletter, a weekly newsletter that we're putting out. And um, Lou said, maybe you want to put a link for that up here in the nest so that our friends can um, read the newsletter and learn about what's happening in our world and keep up with the artists and, um, and also have access to the resources. Like you're saying, Sundog, having resources is really important. Knowing where to go, having the right tools and having good mentors um, is really important. So those are the things we're going to talk about today. We're going to play some music. I don't know if you've I've checked out our link, but um, Manifold uh, is a really great place for Ethereum. I am now including myself in the Ethereum um, art world because these gas fees are no longer an issue. The, the, the elitist sort of a thing has changed now. Ethereum is accessible to everyone in the world. And so this is also something I'm really happy about. We've already had some 
uh, collaborations, Lucid Dreamer and I. And uh, that's right. Issue six, AR Art Now is already out. And our featured artist uh, next week will be Secret. Secret, how are you today? I'm going to invite you to speak up here if you like and um, share with us anything about yourself. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the group. Thanks for joining us today. It's uh, it's a very busy Sunday, Halloween weekend, and people are busy trick-or-treating, costumes, parties, time change, and spaces. So today we're going to celebrate what we're doing in our cozy circle. And um, if anybody wants to request a mic, please come up. Secret, welcome. How are you today? Tell us what's going on with you today and what are you doing? Hello. Uh, thank you for inviting me to speak. Uh, Today, I'm having a chill day. <laughs> I, I wish everybody have a good, uh, having a good Sunday. And what I'm working in, I'm working in a lot of stuff. Uh, now I'm pretty nervous because I'm going to NFT London next week. And I am preparing everything, my visit cards. And <laughs> uh, I wish to, I'm meeting DBK yeah, there. Ah, so hyped about that. And yeah, in about my AI, uh, well, I'm doing so, a lot of different stuff, but now I'm trying to concentrate on my KO account and I'm making uh, this, uh, oh, I don't have it for, uh, to pin <laughs> because I, I wasn't expecting to talk about, about this, but I'm making like portrait, these portraits that look like a bit like a comic page. Uh, they, I, I make this, the composition is like a comic book page because I am really, I'm a crazy fan of comics. So I'm trying to do something like that, introducing some characters with little story uh, in the comic page. But yeah, I'm, I'm so, so happy. I'm learning a lot <laughs> because with AI, everything is so fast, everything, and you have to keep learning new stuff. And yeah, this has been very, very uh, funny and very fulfilling to do. <laughs> Thank you, Secret. You're right. There is a lot to do. And congratulations on your successes. Um, I... You know, I started uh, collecting your work. It was your artwork that caught my attention. So I became a collector and then I fell in love with your style and your art as well as your personality. You are a community builder and you're deep into the art world. Um, and yes, learning and keeping up with AI is kind of um, very challenging. Um, I'm going to give the mic. Lucid Dreamer is... One of the most talented artists, as well as one of the most knowledgeable people um, up there with Jeremy and some of the other greats who are doing amazing things. Lucid, tell us what's going on with the latest technology. What should we be looking at for keeping our art? Um, if we want to do AI art, what should we be looking at? What is easy and um, what is most accessible to people? Why don't you say a few words about that? Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a hard <laughs> topic to cover because um, everything's moving so fast um, and there's, you know, constantly new things coming out. So, uh, I, you know, I would say um, the uh, the latest in AI art is uh, Stable Diffusion. Um, and of course, there's, there's other great services out there too that um, create some, you know, pretty amazing things. There's 
uh, Dolly Two, and then there's Mid Journey, and and of course there's some of the older ones as well. Um, I, you know, through my journey uh, of AI art, um, I like to use a multitude of of uh, different tools because they all uh, produce uh, differently. Um, you know, they, they there's the the stable diffusion, and I even jumped back into uh, Pidey, uh, which is another. Google Colab notebook that has been, you know, pretty amazing. Some of the stuff you can create um, and it's very unique. So, you know, as people sort of jump onto stable diffusion, sometimes you want to jump into something else. And I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, somebody like um, Jeremy knows this where, you know, you can um, create something more unique uh, to, from what everybody else is doing by using another tool or combining tools that that kind of stuff really works. So, um, but yeah, I would say, you know, the latest and greatest right now is uh, stable diffusion. And it's really nice because of some of the the benefits out of it. It's one, it's it's extremely fast, and it's um, it doesn't take a lot of memory compared to some of the other tools. Um, and you know, like specifically, Pidey is um, you know, it, it, one, it's 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 quite slow compare in comparison, but it's also uh, really memory intensive. So you need some good, uh, good stuff to to work with it. So um, that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, so you know, I, I would say <laughs> just you know try out the latest and keep working with it. So, well, that's wonderful. Um, I always call you up or ask you questions when I have technical issues, or I go in our AI group chat, which I feel like is such a privilege to be in. This we have this chat room where so much information gets exchanged and just reading that um, is sort of like uh, getting a college degree in AI art because people bring up technical issues and then, you know, they say, you know, and we answer each other's questions because we are the reference books now, right? There isn't anything we could really refer to because like you said, everything's changing so fast. So I want to talk about this particular collaboration. You and I have had many collaborations in the past, sold out collections. It's been amazing. But I have to say this particular project, Ancestors Dream, a tribute to our planet. I've been working on this for months with you. It is a project dear to my heart. And so what's happening globally right now is so intense on so many levels. And, you know, the, you know between the wars, between the devastation, and between all the man-made uh, problems that we've created, I feel like it's up to the artists to come together to, to bring attention to this. And we are doing that. And, and I wanted to create a piece that sort of talks about, you know, what is our ancestors' dream? Our ancestors' dream is to have our planet habitable so that we can have our future offspring being here. So... The the visuals of this that we did, um, you can talk about the technical part of it, but I will talk about the art part of it is we wanted to do a documentary of where our earth was, how we used to live, how our ancestors um, lived on this earth in harmony, and how we've changed. I, I had... Um, anthropology at UC Berkeley with Dr. Laura Nader. And that's when my eyes were opened to see, you know, 
when, when you actually, you can study the history of the earth and to see how long different species of human beings have walked the earth. And it's very interesting, you know, you know you, then you see that, you know, the, the ice ages. And so only until recently, we were even made aware that we had ice ages, the earth freezes over. And so we realize our planet is a live being. It is its own, it has its own thing that it's doing, and we're just a part of it. So this visual um, journey, you will see, you know, when the First Nation people lived here, they lived peacefully. Um, they, you know, the, the things they made their houses from the materials, there was no asbestos. I don't know if you guys remember, but asbestos was a problem. You know, I worked in the eighties and the high rises in San Francisco and there was asbestos in these things. And they thought asbestos was a great thing. And by the way, asbestos is legal again. So our ancestors, they didn't have roofs and material made out of these toxic materials. They used the things we found on our planet. They made their homes. Um, you know, the buffalo roamed. We've destroyed species. And then we went into this sort of pillage mode around the globe and just pillaging the resources and just taking what we think is okay and opening it up and not really paying attention. So as I learn history, as I realize there's so many things we're doing wrong and our ancestors had a lot of rules that they followed. Like, for example, one thing that I learned was when they were mining for silver here in the States, they first found turquoise mines and they didn't care. They thought it was worthless and they left all this turquoise and the first nation people, they have a rule that you cannot go dig up the earth for its resources. If somebody else does it or if it's found or it happens by some, some other force, it's okay to then use that material, but you are not supposed to go dig it up and do that. So a lot of these um, indigenous people, a lot of the turquoise they got, some of it came from, you know, our ancestors who didn't know about these rules and they opened up the earth. They took out all this stuff, looking for silver, looking for gold, whatever it was they were looking for. And so we, we tried to document that and you'll see it was all pretty you know, the buffalo were there and, and they used to have forest fires. But you know what? The forest fires today are different. Last year, I had to evacuate. I've had to evacuate five times out of my home in, you know, in Southern California and in Central California because of these fires. They call it fire season now. We never had fire season before. So our lives have dramatically changed and we wanted to show in a beautiful artistic way, this visualization of where we were and where we're going. I drive a four hour drive through um, Bakersfield, through the oil fields where there are all these dead um, oil wells and they're pumping oil and some of them are dead and they haven't taken them out and they're just sitting there. And it's a very eerie, weird feeling. I drive through big agriculture fields because California feeds the nation. And a lot of our soil is no longer usable because of our ways that we've been using the soil. So I drive through these lands every day. It breaks my heart. I have asthma and I feel like we need to do something to bring attention in a beautiful way. And people don't like you screaming and waving wands and, you know, burning things, but they do like beautiful art. So we're going to use this medium, this art to 
make it, uh, you know, make it sort of our calling card. And we want to encourage you to, you know, do these kinds of projects with us. Um, uh, some of you, uh, Secret, you participated in the Bruce Lee collection that we did. And so we did a tribute to Bruce Lee. Sundog, you also did a great um, tribute. We, we did that project to celebrate the people of the past who've given us hope and to hope for the future. And the music, Pevin Everett, um, you know, I met him in a space and um, he's new to the NFT space and he wanted to do a project. He's on tour with the gorillas. He's a musician. He's also a professor of music. He's a music producer and he wanted to do something that was important. So we've been working on this together. He did the soundtrack and I think it's really beautiful and appropriate. So he has a lot to say about what he feels about the music world and, and what's happening there. I will leave that for him. But um, Lucid, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, it's a personal question. And I'm going to say, I've always been curious, when you reached out to me and said, let's do a collaboration, um, why me? Why did you pick me out of all the other artists? I was doing black and white photography. I was in my humdrum world of photography. And you said, hey, Sandy Toes, um, do you want to do a collaboration? You want to do some stuff with your photos? So there were a lot of other people. What What about my art appealed to you that you decided to do a collaboration with me? Yeah, um, I have to think back when uh, we started. Um, you know, I, um, in the beginning, when I started, um, I was new to everything. I didn't know how anything functioned, um, you know, the, the, the rules of the land and stuff, right? Um, but what I realized, you know, it was, it was uh, a very... Um, open platform and you could create your own uh, destiny basically uh, and I remember um, and, and of course I'm coming from like the software world things were very laid out and um, I remember when I, I had started on a previous project many years before um, I was doing um, a Twitter app and I, you know, this was in the really early days of Twitter. And so I created this app and then it just took off like wildfire and, you know, just um, being in that atmosphere of something that's, you know, that didn't exist before and seeing everything new and then seeing all the possibilities. Um, that was my experience coming in again with, you know, this, this new, art stuff and so it was fun to be part of that um and i knew you know that um everything was being written at this time uh so i wanted to connect with as many people as i could um and so i approached a few people you know i said okay i don't have a lot of experience i have really a great time creating art with AI tools. Uh, so I wanted to connect. And, you know, I think I, I started down the path of joining spaces. I don't think I talked that much at the time. And so, yeah, and then I'm pretty sure I had come across um, you talking and I was really impressed. And, you know, and I said, you know what, I want to uh, work with really good artists that are not in AI and just work, you know, as a collaboration. Um, and so, yeah, your stuff was, you know, 
it, it just thought uh, we could do a lot with what you already had and just work together and that would be great. And, you know, potentially I could learn a lot from you, a lot from, the, you know, the, the existing uh, NFT side, because I really didn't know that much. But uh, yeah, so then that was that was, you know, that was one uh, great collaboration. Another one I remember around that time too was uh, approaching uh, Jeremy. Um, I certainly had a lot to learn from him, and I thought, you know what, maybe I can start up a conversation, and and uh, you know potentially one day we could work together, or I could, you know, we could both uh, grow in, in a different way. So, and I, you know, it was it was really nice because um, most of the people that I did approach and talk to and stuff were very responsive which was really great because I was pretty much a nobody at the time. So, so it was nice that way. Thank you so much. Um, welcome everybody to the room. Lucid Dreamer was just telling us about why he approached um, me as an artist for doing um, a collaboration. And uh, by the way, if you would all be so kind and to put your artwork that you would want everyone to see in the chat. I am also a collector and so is Lucid. We love to collect art. So this is an important space that'll be recorded. And I want to make sure that I get everyone who's here, who's interested in AI art or who's just showing up. We also will want to give you a special surprise NFT gift later that um, we're possibly working on. And, um, and I want to make sure that I have all of you. So thank you, Lucid. Um, it was impressive to receive your invitation to do a collaboration with you. So let me tell you my perspective of how things looked from where I was. Um, I thought, first of all, I was blown away because you know, I, I'm not a coding person and, and I don't have that level of technical abilities where you are. So to be approached by someone like you who was also an artist, I just thought, oh, my gosh, what a great opportunity. I definitely want to learn about AI art. And um, and I and I do love to learn about technology. Um, I had email in 1991 before the rest of the world did because I was working in science. So the opportunity to learn about AI art was amazing. Um, it is very um, overwhelming. If you're someone from a traditional background, if you're a painter or a photographer or watercolor, it is very um, overwhelming. And it's like, where is the road and in getting into AI art? So for me to connect with you in that way was a huge blessing. And I also realized, you know what, this is really good. We need to open this road to others. And since that time, you and I have had spaces. We have um, introduced artists to each other. Wonderful collaborations have been born. Other traditional artists who um, would normally not have been in AI art found their way. And, um, you know, if they did not do it themselves, they certainly did collaborations. And many of them did go on to become fully immersed in the AI art world. So that being said, um, I also want to ask Sundog about how he got into AI art. And by the way, you're also an amazing community builder, Lucid. What you're doing for the community is fantastic. Your knowledge and wisdom is, um, it's amazing. And, and you know what? Sharing that knowledge is precious too. A lot of people don't share the knowledge, but what you have done is you have grown the AI community and the artistic community. You don't see people in competition. You have the true vision that you see. You know what? 
if we all do well, this whole space grows. And so some people have this vision that the pie is limited. No, no, no. We are making the pie. So Sundog, speaking of pies, what's going on? What's on your plate these days? And how did you get into AI art? Well, um, I've always been extremely fascinated with the concept of artificial intelligence, you know, in the last, what, 15 years or so since it's been creeping into our lives. Um, and then in 2017, when Facebook switched off their chatbots because the chatbots started to create their own language that the scientists didn't understand, that intrigued me even more because it's just a typical representation of the human psyche, you know, terrified of what they're creating. So I made a short film um, depicting the AI as a, as a woman who was more on the sentient side of, of creation and was more you know, intelligent. And um, then I fell into NFTs. I'm a filmmaker traditionally um, and got into NFTs in early 2021 and I was burnt out from film. So I wouldn't want to focus on film, but I discovered the wonderful world of Jeremy and and everybody else that I followed right in the beginning and all this beautiful art that was happening. And um, I was completely intrigued, but I it felt way out of reach. You know, I thought it was a coding thing and it was just a little bit um, daunting, I suppose. So I just watched it and, and reveled in it. And then I bumped into an old friend that I hadn't seen for 20 years. And he turned out to be a bit of an OG in the AI space. And um, he approached me to do a collaboration using some of my narrative film stuff. And that was Derek. So I started dabbling in it. And I, I realized that um, he doesn't really know what he's getting himself into because it's not like a short animated AI film and you make a film. Film is a big beast you know so i started studying the tech tech myself and um fell into the groups of ai joe and lucid and everybody and you know it just was welcomed immensely and all the knowledge that was just handed out you know like cookies on halloween and i i've now i, I don't do anything else anymore much you know and i i dream about how I can continue merging these technologies in my film and the narrative narrative filmmaking and real life filmmaking. And that's what I've been doing all day is getting, getting things sorted for this uh, Claire's competition for tomorrow. So I'm merging a dance piece and um, I'm lucky enough to, because I got in early enough and I was associated with all these rock stars of the AI world, I've had access to some beta beta tools and I'm now working with um, the extension of disco diffusion which is warp fusion um, it's basically disco diffusion which is involved as incorporated stable um, and it's absolutely mind-blowing um, piece of technology and it's also given a new way of making um, AI animations because what it does is it instead of you know because disco diffusion is traditionally such a heavy beast and takes so long i mean i used to we used to render 20 seconds would take us seven hours um and now what we do is we take a single frame turn that into a one second 25 frame clip 
um, and then do our prompts and our imagery over that, which then in turn creates like a, a short film, a short GAN, if you want to say a GAN, but it's not a GAN, it's an interpola interpolation. And I've been using those to create for another collaboration, which I got involved with, with some filmmakers that approached me to actually write scripts, but I was too busy with other stuff. So I said, well, why don't we incorporate AI into the film? And they were really, really real traditional film three guys, not, you know, curious. And AI was kind of out of their, their scope. So all I've been doing for the last two, three weeks is creating these wonderful little animations um, with the help of Chris. Um, he's also been involved with it. And those will be dropping very soon. So, yeah, I'm just completely swallowed up by the machine, you know. And even when I type text, my fingers, you know, if I want to write, I said something, it always says AI said something. So, in a, right in the matrix, right in there. <laughs> wow, that is amazing, Sundog. Thank you for that update. The film industry is huge, and I'm so glad that, you know, you are finding your place. Um, and I also know you do a lot of community work among, you know, where you are and, and helping people. And, and, and so you're also in the real world in that sense, although you didn't speak about that. Um, I know you're very active and, and do that kind of stuff. So that's amazing. And you know what? You're right. Um, it just seems to somehow we, we come together. One of my favorite people that I was also in awe is um, Jeremy. And I fell in love with his scarab beetle. The way, you know, when he when he did his beetles before I heard him speak and come into spaces, I was like, who is this Jeremy? So the fact that he had picked that particular animal and, and he, he had gone into that um, made me very curious. And, and the more I uh, learned about this fabulous artist, um, his, his sense of humor <laughs> and his abilities, um, he's definitely a mover and shaker. And I'm glad uh, that I also connected with several of the people in the AI world. Um, uh, Retro Manny, he's also an amazing artist. He's here in the listener section. Retro, if you'd like to come up and discuss uh, anything you'd like. Um, we're talking today about Ancestors Dream Tribute to Our Planet. Um, there's a lot of projects and people, um, you know, the environment, uh, that is becoming at the forefront of everyone's concern. We have these things called climate refugees. Now people who have to move because they can no longer farm Misan from, uh, Tezos foundation. He's on the ground. He's doing documentary photography and he's showing the devastation of people who are elders and they're saying they have never seen drought on this level. So what's happening to our planet. It's not just North America. It, it's, it's other continents around the world. Um, the flooding that's happening in Pakistan and Africa. So, you know, our worlds are, are merging into this sort of awareness. And I feel like blockchain technology is where everything crashes together and everything comes together. And the deeper I get into this, like you, Sundog, I, you know, I, I love it. I'm into it. I'm going to the blockchain summit next week. And um, it's, uh, it's, in, it's in Los Angeles. If anybody's going to be there at the L.A. Convention Center. Um, and I'm going to go, you know, meet and learn, educate myself and also, you know, spread the word about my community because 
going to these blockchain conferences, I realized that we artists are, they love us. They may not be paying attention to us that much, but I feel like we are so important to them and, and, and they're recognizing this. So these DeFi apps, these big blockchain people, there's a lot of money coming in to the crypto world. And I think there's a bright future for all of us. And if we're using AI, that puts us sort of at the edge of things because somehow I feel like AI artists have gotten this other magic wand and, um, and, and it's so beautiful, you know, what you can create and it's so powerful that, um, it's taken the world by storm. And I think we're definitely past the point of, um, whether this is an art or not. I don't, I'm not seeing too much of those discussions anymore. And, um, by the way, I'd like to say hello to Terra Spaces. Terra Spaces is recording this space for us. Um, professionally, we'd like to keep documents of all our spaces and the people who come here. Um, I would love to invite Retro up here to um, hear him speak. I know he's very active in the AI world. If he's able to, I'd like to get his story and and what he's working on currently, if possible. Um, Otherwise, um, Lucid, um, we are 45 minutes into the space. We didn't get a chance to see Pevin yet. is there anything you'd like to share with us about um, your other collection that you're doing? Maybe a secret collection you haven't told us about. Is there anything, any hints you want to give us? I've seen some pictures you've been putting up that doesn't have anything to do with any of our collections. Are you going to give us any hints? <laughs> I think I have to keep them secret. Um, you know, we're we're working on a few bigger projects together. Um which is exciting. Um, I, I actually found uh, I really enjoy uh, working in those group settings and making something larger, right? Um, you know, the individual the one-on-ones, um, they're fun and they're great. Um, but to me, the, the pleasure I get of working in a group towards a similar goal uh, is, is, is a lot of fun. And it's, it's just nice to interact and be creative all together. So I really enjoy that. And, you know, that's where I would love to put, you know, a lot of my energy. Um, You know, um, one of the bigger projects that we worked on this year was uh, the AI robotics, um, which I could probably uh, put up a link to that one, too. Um, But it it was... I did pin it up in the nest for you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Um, So, yeah, no, it was it was... A project, um, you know, my, my, I have always had a, a real interest in doing science fiction and again, robotics too. But um, I remember talking once with uh, Jeremy just about the idea of potentially doing something as a bigger group. Um, and Jeremy was was super positive about it. He said, let's do it and you're going to lead it. <laughs> and that was at a time when I really had no experience in any kind of projects. But, you know, he, he felt, OK, I could I could at least start the project. And it ended up taking uh, several months just to gather enough um you know content and and people and so we started down a road um and then finally you know it started taking shape with uh it, it started just the three of us with uh pharma psychotic jeremy and i and uh we started building and it, it was it was a really great experience overall just you know hanging out with them and learning and everything so uh but then we were able to bring in 
probably about uh i think it was yeah we have 27 artists total um and then get them to start creating these robots that you know we had created these uh ai models that were really good at creating robots and then they could build off you know that and uh i i think you know people really enjoyed it overall so that was good and yeah no it's out and it's it's doing well which is nice especially in this harder market too Sorry about that. I was taking a screenshot of all of us who have attended here. Um, you're right. The collaboration, um, the AI art a collaboration was wonderful. Thank you for including me in that. Um, it was a big deal for me. Uh, also, as a woman, you know, sci-fi is traditionally male dominated um, in Web 2 or in the real world. But you know what? It's different in Web 3. Um Retro Manny and I, you know, we both won awards in the Tez Town. Um, they had an outer world competition. And um, so that like that made me change my perspective. It's like I feel included in science fiction. I Before I felt like I was like at the edge standing, watching everybody. You know, I'm a big Star Trek fan. I love Star Wars. I I love all that stuff. But now I'm a part of it. So it's different now. And um it is really exciting. And being part of that collaboration with those robots, that was so much fun. Making their robots was fun. Talking about it is fun. And you know what? I love doing these kinds of collaborations. And I encourage all of you to do these things. And, um, you know, maybe maybe if you have a brand, like, you know, maybe the Fantasticals will get together and have a collaboration of fantastical creatures one day who knows what the future will have but um whatever your talents are um <laughs> you can you know you've got a community and it'll be amazing what comes from that um and by the way i also think it's okay to be on other blockchains and get to know other places um for example, I learned that on Stargaze, we put a collection out and it turns out you have to be a sold out collection before you are featured in their marketplace. So different platforms have different rules for their marketplaces. And we're just figuring these things out as we go. But we are realizing Lucid Dreamer and I are also very active in the Cosmos ecosystem because the Cosmos ecosystem has already connected 50 different blockchains. They've already met their first white paper and they had to write a second white paper, the Cosmos ecosystem. So after Ethereum, that is where the most amount of money is swimming. And there is so many opportunities in there that so being in the Cosmos ecosystem has blown my mind. But my feet are always going to be rooted in the Tezos community as well, because the Tezos community space uh, with Teztown and, and that whole community, they are like the art world. It's like all the other um, platforms, Eric knows and Retro Manny, you know, you guys know all the other platforms, they don't have the sophistication and all the, um, the, the fun events and, and the fundraising. So it is a very vibrant activity. The Tezos community has loved me and I love them back. And, um, and it, it's just so cool to be absorbing all this. And, and I just feel like we need more time in the day than 24 hours. Um, keeping our um, balance is important too. And I really appreciate retro Manny's, um, his his sort of meditations that he puts up for us and 
I would like to put up um, his one of his artwork. And um, let's see. I'm going to pin something up in the room for him. And also, secret, um, if you want to put something up in the nest, please feel free to do so as well, because that, that's going to be great. And okay, here's Retro Manny. Where is your... Oh, okay. This is cool. I'm going to put this one up because I really like this one. The metaverse. And uh, anyway, Lucid, um, can you tell us a little bit about the technical part of this project that we did for those that may be interested in how we brought, you know, so, so these were still images that were generated using um, stable fusion. And then we did some things and then the music. So do you want to speak to the technical aspect of how ancestors dream tribute came to be sort of, but in common words? Yeah, I, for sure. Um, I remember um, the first conversation around, uh, you know, doing a, a potential project was uh, the idea of, you know, doing something for the environment, um, you know, just to, to bring awareness, all that. Um, and we had talked about it. And um, I remember you got inspired pretty quickly. Um, and and I, I think this was even uh, early August. So it was back in the summer before uh, stable diffusion even. And uh, so, you know, we were both working on different things for, for, uh, disco diffusion and you very quickly you know uh pinpointed an area that was pretty amazing and came up with a lot of the imagery and uh and and a lot of them are so good but uh, you know we wanted uh, i guess you know one solution so he said okay let's have it how about we use uh the images that you came up with uh to tell a story to tell like you know more of an, a video format um so um, I, I ended up taking your stuff and uh, putting it into uh, the film uh, interpolation notebook. Um, and so, you know, what it does is it interpolates between different frames and you can create a video that way. And so um, I, I put that together. And then, you know, of course, at the same time, you were talking with Pevin um who became really interested uh he was you know i guess looking into joining the nft universe and you know this was a way that that we could you know bring him on so um yeah it was it was it was you know i, I thought it was a it was a great thing but then you know the truth is we had to sit on it for a while um just because we just didn't see a, a way to bring it out nicely um but what great you know, the, the once the the manifold contract and the manifold galleries were released, we thought that would be a perfect place to put it. You know, it's 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 great art, and we can control it nicely with through the manifold contracts. And uh, yeah, and again, thanks to uh, Sundog and Eclectic Nature, um, they helped me through um, putting out the, these manifold contracts, which was awesome. Um, and I don't think I'll ever go back because, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a pleasure to work with. And, you know, I just I feel like um, we can still control it. So you're not giving your art away to, you know, some other platform that now, you know, can abuse you kind of thing. So it's been great. 
Thank you. And thank you, Sundog. And thank you to Eclectic for um, helping us because you know what? This is a big deal, knowing how to mint, where to mint. So this is the important thing that we learned today. We were we wanted to do Ethereum. We did not want to have high gas fees. Now we have the ability to do that. This was a community effort. Ancestors Dream is a tribute to our planet. We are bringing awareness. So this is a group project, and 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 we succeeded. We we um we 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 brought it together. We don't have to worry about gas fees, and and we're, we're and by doing this, we will create interest, and other artists can use Manifold for what they want to do. So this is the beginning of a great journey. Thank you, and welcome Retro Manny to our group. I'd like to introduce Retro Manny. He's a great artist and he's part of the AI community. I'd like to give you the mic and you're very active in a lot of areas. But if you want to tell us what you think is important about our planet, how AI arts can contribute to that and your collaborations. It's a lot to cover, but just share with us what you like. Hi, Sandy. Um, yeah. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Sundog. Hi, everyone in the room. Um, thanks for having me up here. And uh, thanks for all the kind words as well. It really means a lot. Um, I think, yeah, that is a, it's a lot to cover, but I actually think they're all very closely linked, to be honest with you. Um, I think, and do excuse me because you probably hear my kids shouting, <laughs> shouting in the background. Um, in terms of the planet, it is my belief that what's happening at the moment, it, it's kind of like a painful period, but also a very exciting period as well, moving forward in terms of growth. Um, I heard this thing uh, from a guy, if anyone's familiar with, uh, his name is Matthias Di Stefano. Um, and he said, it's it's kind of a time where we're realizing that we don't, live on the planet as human beings we're actually we actually are the consciousness of the planet and that realization is starting to happen so it's kind of like we're becoming we might maybe the start of a phase where we're starting to become conscious that you know we don't just we're not um what's the word kind of residents we actually are the planet and i think that's going to grow hopefully into a period where we become much more caring and conscious about what we do on this planet as well so i think there's a lot of probably a lot to take in with that um in in terms of ai art and art in general um i mean i've gone through a whole massive uh in in such a short space of time a whole massive uh change in opinion about ai art from first seeing it months and months and months ago um probably the beginning of the year in fact um to just wondering what what in the world is this and is this real like what, what i i guess wondering whether people are uh whether i'm real whether what we do is real and just this whole kind of matrix vibe thing about art it's itself to now understanding it and realizing really it's a pattern we've been you know we've been through this whole period loads and loads of times before with different things that come in but I think the beautiful thing about it is we're starting to realize as artists that we are co-creators in everything we do. Um, and like with machines, as kind of, you know, you realize machines are kind of a mimic 
I think, of what our reality really is. So they, they emulate what our reality is and how we understand it. Um, so I think we're watching a very special moment in time. And I think also from from someone who really pushed to become an artist, because I come, uh, I think Sundog was saying I'm similar to Sundog, I come from the film world, and trying to become an artist and being considered an artist is very, it's kind of, a, there's a lot of rules imposed on you. You're not an artist if you don't do this. You're not an artist if you trace. You're not an artist if you use references and all this other you're not an artist if you use digital digital um paint and all sorts of things like this and now with ai art it's kind of there was there was this whole period where everyone was getting annoyed it's not real art if you use ai art it kind of made me think well well if people are getting you know people are starting to forgive that and and sort of say oh actually ai art is real art now then all those other hang-ups that people had finally everyone can let all of them go because we realize we're just here creating stuff. We're working with whatever it is that we can get our hands on and we're just creating stuff. And the more stuff we create and with purpose to have a, an, a, an impact on what we do, how we behave, um, expressing ourselves and all that kind of stuff and, and leading a life that we want to live, I think it's all, it's all definitely part of that, what I was saying, it's becoming more conscious of, of the planet. So yeah, sorry for that ramble, but um, that's kind of how that made sense. Actually very eloquent. I understood what you said and um, you're absolutely right. And I often, one of the things I often wonder about is where does this information come from? Like who thought about doing this? How did this happen? So it just seems like wherever this information comes from, you know, whatever other dimension or wherever this thing is put out, it's like it's put into the atmosphere, it's put into the air, and people can either reach that consciousness if they're on that vibration, if they're looking for solutions, like they will grab it. And so I've seen this, like scientifically, we've seen this, you know, a century ago before phones or communication or internet was around, people, scientists were working on exactly the same things and coming to the same um, inventions and things. So it's the same thing, you know, you know, like, where does a song come from? You know, I'm learning how to play guitar and I'll I'll just compose these chords and I don't know where it came from, but I feel compelled to pull those chords out and play it. So um, our planet is changing and some people call it, you know, this, this is, this is the next evolution of our planet. We are going through tremendous changes and, and, and our own visions and who we are, like I have changed, I have changed a huge amount, like, you know, and, and so when, when, when I used to read about, Oh, you're not going to recognize who you're going to be in this other person. I was like, wow, this is true. I used to be a chef who cooked filet mignons and I was a researcher in a laboratory who experimented on little bunnies. That's not who I am today. So all of us are going through tremendous changes. And and the one thing I'm learning is patience with myself, compassion for people that I uh, observe to be my enemies. And, you know, what is it? Your enemies uh, are just your future fans who haven't figured out how to love you yet or something like that um i don't i don't know there there's there's good things like that so we're all trying to figure out the solutions to our problems and um and and the art world is wonderful i really love that we come together and have these kinds of conversations and the blockchain 
and the art, all of this. And, and it's all happening at the same time, right? The DeFi is happening at the same time. The art is happening at the same time. Music is going through tremendous changes. The, the movie world, all of us are experiencing an upheaval in our lives. And, um, and sometimes it's just better to step back and say, well, what's really going on? I find when I come from a perspective of asking, well, what's going on? I'm more open to seeing things as opposed to like, oh my gosh, what, what, what's happening? What's going on? You know, it's like, I'd like to be open and receive information. And right now I am missing my Iranian artist friends because they're going through their next revolution and the spaces are empty. The art world feels very empty. Their place is missed. And I wish them and all the other people who are going through uh, natural disasters or political upheavals. Um, I hope we come out of this soon. This is my second revolution that I've seen in Iran in the past 45 years. And um, it, it's it's very different this time because we have blockchain technology. Last time it was devastating. This time I feel hopeful. And I want to thank you all for coming. Secret. Um, we're going to be closing down the space pretty soon. And I just want to give everybody a chance to go around and say um, anything they'd like to add. And um, I'm going to start with you, Secret, because you're going to be in our newsletter next week. You're going to be our featured artist. Um, what is your hope for the NFT world? What do you want to see? You know, w- w- What's your dream by next year this time? Is there something you're wishing for? Oof, a lot of things, uh, but I would like <laughs> I would like to uh, people to embrace more the technology quicker. But that's uh, pos- that's not on our, our hands really. And uh, I think, like you said before, now we are in a very uh, we are in a hard moment for all the world. So technology is paying us. All, all the other things we are we are having troubles now but i i hope in 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 a future in so, sooner than later but uh nfts become like a everyday reality to to uh, to people you know to everyone so I, when i talk with my friends they don't look me as i'm a crazy person <laughs> I don't know. I just want to people like lose a, a little uh, because there's people that they are scared. I want them to lose this, the, the fear about all the NFT and crypto because it has like very bad press. But it's, in the end, it's not like that. You have to be safe, but uh, there's a great people and great community. And I only want to see this grow and keep growing and I don't know. Yeah, make it, you know, keep working here, keep um, keep doing everything we are dreaming of because that's what it's supposed to be. No, we are working for ourselves and making our dreams come true and living the way we want to live. And that's what I want for me and for all of us, really. Thank you, Secret. That is a good wish. Wanting people to embrace the changes and having understanding. I'm with you there. Sundog, what do you wish to see within the next year? What is your hope for the NFT space by next year this time? What do you what do you hope we could be seeing? Well, I'd like to take it a little bit broader than just the NFT space. Um, I just wish that everybody who's, you know, got their fears and stuff about sentience actually look at their own sentience and the sentient creatures around them. Most people that have all these 
fears and stuff about this technology don't actually believe that their animals are sentient, that the earth is sentient. I wish people would just take a little bit more time to re realize that the telepathy from the animals is there, you know, just to be a little bit more sentient, actually. And um, I hope that our creator economy survives the onslaught of the flippers from Web2, because they're all Web2 investors. They're not Web3 investors that are assaulting us so heavily. Wow. This is very true. You summed up a lot of things that are happening. You're right. I have also witnessed this sort of um, gouging of, you know, the, they come in, you know, the, the crypto world. I, I watch what's going on and I've been watching it for uh, three years actively. And um, but you know what? I, I have to say I'm very impressed with the perseverance of the people like yourselves, like myself, who are staying in the space. You know, 90 percent of the coins value have been lost. Many coins have lost 90 percent of their value. But you know what? That doesn't make me upset because when I see that thousand dollars in my wallet, I'm like, oh, that's ten thousand dollars because I know that this market goes through shifts and we're not going anywhere. And people like Sid, we have um, Sid in the audience. Um, so Sid does amazing artwork and a lot of his beautiful artwork, like he, he did um, underwater, beautiful, uh, gorgeous coral. And you know what? So when people see that artwork, they're going to think about the ocean. So. The, the the kind of stuff we're doing, the art we're doing, and architecture, his beautiful in the woods architecture, you know, these beautiful houses in nature. So when we see things like that, it makes us hopeful. I love it. And um, I'm with you, Sundog. Um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's not an easy road that we're paving. Retro, what do you hope to see a year from now? Um, I definitely agree with Sundog, um, but I also think um, kind of what you're saying, I hope that we're all still here and we're still in a really good positive place and we've got the patience to to see that through. I think that's going to be really important. Thank you, Retro. Patience is important. Lucid, what is your dream for a year from now? What do you hope to see a year from now in this space? Uh, I would love to see, um, you know, um, in terms of the, the NFT uh, creator economy growing um, and just becoming more accepted um, and, and just becoming more fluid within our, our society, which would be amazing. Um, you know, I, I came into this whole thing without much knowledge um, of, you know, NFTs and crypto and um, quickly learned the value um, that a lot of people discredit. But, um, you, you know, there are some um, pretty incredible technologies around this um, that, you know, the world could certainly benefit from. So, yeah, I would love to see more um, and, you know, less um, less larger corporations trying to control uh, the narrative, which is, you know, a big thing. Um, another thing for me is um, AI in general. Um, I, I see it going in a more positive direction right now, which is great because there was some uh, pushback. But, you know, in general, people are... Um, maybe some of them are grudgingly accepting it, but um, there's some pretty amazing things that can come out of this. And this is for me, you know, a renaissance. Um, it, it's a huge shift in our, our world just because, um, 
you know, now you have something um, that can be almost, you know, if your if your AI models are trained correctly, um, they can mimic um, a lot of human activity. Whereas, you know, potentially you could have, um, yeah, you know, AIs to do certain things for you that frees us up to do more creative endeavors or, you know, you can um, have somebody wash your dishes, but a proper AI model to do that. So you don't have to worry about those things. And that's a huge shift um, in, in our lives. So um, I, I'd love to see that keep growing. And, and I'm excited about that for sure. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your perspective on things and actual your participation in making this happen. Um, yes, this is this is this is the new revolution or the renaissance. Um, and you know what? As someone who has witnessed money's value go to you know, people don't understand the difference between currency and money. So when I left Iran, seven Iranian tomans were equal to one U.S. dollar in 1977. That was the exchange rate. This went up to like 1500 reals. Like it got ridiculous. Like, you know, what you saw in Venezuela, this happened. So I have experienced our money that we had go to nothing. Okay. People in other countries have experienced this. So when people are afraid of crypto or coins and they're like, it's funny money, I'm like, you know what? Even fiat can be funny money. Look at the U.S. dollars. I can only buy half the amount of groceries. Anybody who has a family or shopping for themselves, my U.S. dollar has shrunk by 50% in the last 18 months. This is a reality of my life. So I hope that as we build these different blockchain technology, we are creating value for ourselves and we are seeing a different way of living. And you know what? Blockchain technology isn't just about NFTs. It's going to change um, how we do money. It's going to change medicine. So that this access of information is taking a new form. And I, I am like you, Lucid. I hope that the adoption of this technology becomes more mainstream. And we're going to see that happen. And And we're not going to be here forever. I'm glad we have this opportunity to talk because... We are telling the future people who are going to listen to this what it is that we're dreaming of today, and they're going to review and see which one of our dreams came true. By the way, all of you here right now, you are my dream come true, because as someone who has suffered through economic devastation, through war and revolution and all of that, what you're doing is the most beautiful thing. You are my people. You have the intelligence and the heart because you haven't stepped away from the central banks and all that. We are still in the real world, but we are telling them that we want a different way to live peacefully. Thank you very much for your peaceful way of creating a new world. You are the future I want to see. And um, if anybody else wants to say anything before we end, we've gone over a little bit. And um, thank you again for joining us. Please read our newsletter. If you want to be featured in our AI newsletter, send Lucid or myself a message. We want to share your art. We want to share your perspective. And thank you very much. Uh, Lucy, did you want to say anything before we go? Do you want to say goodbye? No, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for uh, joining. And yeah, no, and thanks for listening.
we're not going to leave just yet because I've, I've finally got um, a request from Jeremy. We've got a few more minutes. I am so glad Jeremy joined us. Thank you, Jeremy. Welcome to our program. Please go ahead. And Sid is coming up here too. Wonderful. We're going to stay a little longer, people. Jeremy, take the mic. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Hi. I, uh, well, I don't know. Unfortunately, she left, but I had a friend, an in, in real life friend that was down in the audience listening. So I did want to give her a shout out. But um, yeah, maybe she had something else to do. I know that Sundays can be pretty busy. She, um, she, uh, basically like um sells solar installations like as her job so she's always like going around knocking on the doors of uh people's homes in seattle trying to get solar panels up on their roofs and uh yeah anyway i met her through like this environmental job that we had uh where we would knock on doors raising money for various environmental groups trying to stop uh deforestation in alaska or um get the hanford nuclear site in eastern washington cleaned up um you know just various uh various things like that um and that was all about 20 years ago i think so yeah um anyway i guess over to sid before I welcome Sid, thank you. I'm going to give you the mic. But Jeremy, I just want to hear your dream. You know, we are the ancestors of future generations, and they're going to want to know what our dream is. So we kind of went around and everybody talked about what they hope to see about a year from now in this space. Um, did you want to tell us what is your hope and your dream for where we will be in the near future? Wow. Well, um, yeah, so... Uh, I guess that you know one of one of the hopes and dreams that I would have about uh, the near future is, uh, you know, as it relates to, um, I guess probably crypto and money. I uh, you know I think that uh, it's time that I would like to see, you know, crypto really replace money because, um, you know, it's the same thing in a lot of ways, like it's ones and zeros in a computer that have value because enough people think it has value, but I'm not a huge fan of the governments having control of the money, um, especially when they uh, basically um, create money or, I mean, they direct, at least in the United States, they direct the Fed to create money. And then the Fed gives it to the banks to like loan to us instead of, uh, you know, I think a better monetary policy uh, would probably to be to print money and give it to poor people who are all going to spend it and put it into circulation that way. Um, as far as uh, like the world in general, I would like to see, you know, kind of an end to an end to war and conflict. Um, it breaks my heart every time there's a new war. And uh, I guess in relation to AI, I would really like to see um, self-driving cars become the norm because in America alone, we could end about 40,000 deaths a year. That's how many happen on our um we could, you know, we could approach zero deaths if we had a totally automated highway uh, system 
and um yeah so self-driving cars i hope you know if we could achieve that in a year i think that would be great um and uh, you know an electrification like if we're generating electricity through renewable sources like wind and solar if we had electrical cars and basically electrical everything else see the sun the sun shines like so much sunlight on the earth and we're only capturing a small fraction of it in converting that into electricity and it would it would take a massive build out of uh solar panels to capture more but you know we do have plenty of land in the desert and uh we know how to transmit electricity uh pretty efficiently i think it could be done if we had the will get ourselves off of carbon fuels and um yeah just generally make the world a better place so I think, I hope that kind of gets to your question. Absolutely. And Jeremy, thank you for sharing that vision. The state of California has made some changes. They don't want uh, gasoline powered cars to be sold anymore um, as of a certain year. So there are changes happening and um, I'm glad uh, that, you know, we are doing things. By the way, Pevin is in the room. He'll be coming up to speak soon. But in the meantime, I'd like to give a warm welcome to our amazing artist friend, Sid. How are you today? Tell us a little bit what's going on with you. Hello, everyone. It's a lovely Sunday evening here in UK. Um, just getting to ready to kind of have a dinner in about 20, 30 minutes and watching a bit of TV. I'm watching Smithsonian Channel and they're showing uh, agriculture from America from like uh, uh, 40s uh, uh, and, and kind of late 30s, 40s. Uh, it's interesting how much technologically we have come from, you know, far, you know, in, in this world in the last hundred years. It's just um, staggering. Uh, kind of uh, acceleration of new technologies, new way of doing things, etc. Uh, I spent pretty much all day today and yesterday doing art, so I enjoyed that thoroughly, and that will be my wish. Uh, one of the wishes uh, for the future that I stop uh, working at university and uh, basically just do art and do as I please, basically. And uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's possible, <laughs> you know, it's uh, one of these things. But what I wanted to do is, I, I, I minted today something, I don't know if, Sandy, you managed to see it. I minted a piece which was exhibited in, in Brussels in support of uh, Iranian women. And uh, I'm going to give uh, half of the proceeds of that, and I'm hoping that it will reach, eventually somebody will start bidding, etc. I'm going to give half to two Iranian female artists. So they have to be female because this is all about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, to share equally because I know they struggle, uh, especially now with, uh, with uh, basically their uh, uh, internet being shut down left, right and center. They struggle as well to access the platforms, uh, you know, various platforms, etc. So... That is my little token uh, uh, to give away. Do you mind if I uh, upload it, Sandy? Thank you, Sid. Please put that up in the nest for us. I'm so glad to see that you're also active in what is happening. See, this is what I mean. 
last revolution in Iran, people didn't hear what was happening. This time, not only do people hear what's happening, they're actually helping the word and, and helping people. So please go ahead and pin that up. Yes. So in this, this there is a th- uh, thread w- w- with that. Uh, uh, and uh, further down is a link, you know, when somebody click. Um, I'm hoping that it's going to be, you know, sold, you know, um, because it was very popular when I made it and it was really taken uh, quite positively by Art Crash. And uh, it was, as I said, exhibited in Brussels uh, in support of the of the Iranian uh, uh, women. But for me, it's also support Iranian artists. You know, it, it is tough as it is. So even little help can can go a long way, you know, buy extra time on internet or whatever. You know, there are so many wonderful artists uh, 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 from Iran, uh, female artists that are kind of struggling, you know, at the moment. So, I mean, everybody else struggles, but for, for them it's double whammy, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm shocked that we live uh, in the time and age where somebody, a state, can decide what are you going to wear? And if you don't wear, they kill you. And that is just, I cannot comprehend that. That's beyond comprehension. That's taking us back into Inquisition time. And, uh, you know, uh, so, yeah, I think we need to stand up with women, support them as much as possible, because I believe now this is more than just women. It's, it's actually everybody is standing up and saying, Enough is enough, and maybe it is time uh, that that Iran changes because uh, you know uh, it's all fine. The religion is choice; it's not a pressure, and that should never be the case. So yeah, wow, that's yeah, that's what I was doing today. That's a lot. That's huge, and um, it is very controversial, also, um, and and also. People don't realize, you know, you risk your lives when you're doing this. Um, Sid, thank you, because this is very uh, politically powerful. And um, and so basically what the people of Iran want is recognition for what they're going through and the world's um, attention. That's all they want. They're not asking for anything else. And because you know what? Um, Perception and perspective is important on a global level. And um, I'd like to now welcome Pevin, who did the soundtrack for this amazing piece that we did with Lucid Dreamer and myself. So Ancestors Dream soundtrack was done with Pevin Everett. Pevin, I know you're busy. Welcome. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, How are you guys today? We're so happy you're here. Pevin, we went around and discussed how we came to the AI art world. We want to hear your story about why did you decide to do this project with us? You care about the environment. You care about First Nation people. You care about the rights of everyone. Please tell us why you chose to do this project with us and your process. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'd like to say that there was uh, a particular reason, but that wouldn't be true. I think there's there's a bigger overview that exists. And and it's that, you know, as we age, we you know, we have to become you know more intellectual, uh more empathetic. All right. 
and more respectful of each other's circumstances. And that has been a fleeting notion for decades, if not centuries, in this country and other countries. So, you know, this is every, this is like a call to Jesus moment for everybody here. You know, smack yourself moment. Wake up. This is not a joke. This is a very serious circumstance that we're in. And we have to support each other through it. Otherwise, everybody's getting it. Is the way I'm looking at it. Because so far, there's lots of collateral damage due to our, our behavior as, as mankind over the last five to six hundred years. But, you know, having no accountability for it, that's something that, you know, that I feel is the injustice, if there's any. So my way of, of sort of exacting that was, was channeling the ancestors, putting them back live and in the flesh as close as possible. Because nothing's better than that, than to, to, to pay homage to something you, you weren't there for. You know, I was not there three or four or five, six hundred years. I wasn't there, but I'm here now. And I'm living the result of that. So with that said, I intended on this being something that was collaborative, particularly based on just having a small iota of empathy. All right, that we all should have had from the very beginning. Should, could, whatever. Some people don't like those words, but I'm saying it, man. We should treat each other like we got some good damn sense. All right, that's it. Now, anybody disagreeing with that, that's the devil. Very simple. So from here on out, everybody, when we're looking at this situation, this is oil and water. You know, water and flame. Which one are you going to pick? Pick one. Pick the right one. Because if you're on the wrong side of this argument, it will cost you your life. Just like it cost us our ancestors' lives. All right. So with that said, that's my take on it. And I hope you guys take these words really straight from my heart because, you know, I'm part Cherokee and Choctaw. I got a lot of stuff in me. All right. So with that being said, I'm I'm not having this disrespect any race thing. Nobody's going to get disrespected if I got anything to say about it. So love y'all. You guys, you know, just keep doing well. And I'm so glad that this project finally took off and finally found some legs that were, were much needed because, I mean, the artwork that I had to work with was incredible. And, and the timing of everything had to be sort of right on point, but not so much because I wanted it to still feel like, like we were really having a true collaboration and nobody was in control of anybody else's thoughts, you know? So that happened. It's one of the most, one of the prouder moments I've ever had with respect to a project being done, you know, because it had very, very little, you know, in, in interference by outside forces. It was just getting the work done. And once we got it done and I see how it came out, it's, this is the future, folks, and I'm glad to be a part of it. You know, stay on board with us, and I'll be on board with you guys. You know, that's—I don't think I can help it at this point. I'm at, 
I'm stuck. <laughs> Thank you, Pevin. We are so blessed and honored that you are with us because while we are good with the visual part of the artistic, we needed someone with your energy and your ability to put life into it with such a soundtrack. And so I hope this is the beginning of many future projects. I hope I would like to do what we did with the robot project. We had a collaboration project where we, uh, a bunch of amazing artists got together, including Lucid Dreamer, Jeremy Sid, um, many of us here, Sundog, and we did a robot collaboration because people love robots. Well, you know, maybe down the line we'll be able to do um, uh, like like what Sid is an environmental something. I mean, I don't know what it is, but things come into creation when great minds get together, and when and and when you know you can get to success fast if you go alone, but if you go together, it's so much more powerful. So having you lead us in this way with the sound of it is really powerful. And um, so I really appreciate that you joined us. I know you're very busy. You're on tour. You're, you're, you know, you've got sellout uh, shows around the globe. You're, you're constantly traveling. And to have you be a part of this community is truly a blessing. And we hope to see more of you. And um, thank you very much for, for being here. Does anybody have any questions for Pevin? Mm. Feel free if you do. Cool. No questions? That'd be, that's, that's even cooler. That means <laughs> you guys get it. <laughs> um, uh, Lucid Dreamer, good to see you again. You know, everybody who have, haven't seen me in, a, <laughs> in in months but uh i had to put myself in the in the drawer for a second <laughs> and and get things together in an even more cohesive way than i had them and uh finally i'm there in that space and i'm, and I'm glad everybody's still around and i see these familiar avatars and yeah Thank you guys so much, Sandy. Love you, of course. And, you know, bring it on. Let's go. Evan? I've got Eric. Um, Eric, welcome to the program. Uh, hey, Eric. Please Hi, introduce yourself and go for it. Um, I'm Eric May, and I'm an artist, uh, uh, art, uh, clay sculptor, uh, musician. I do digital music. Uh, also do uh, comedy CDs. I have uh, nine out on iTunes. I wanted to uh, say to Pevin, you are a genius in music, and it's an honor to be able to talk to you. Um, I've been listening to your music all, all morning. Um, I didn't know uh, much about you, but I knew about who you work with, Gorillaz. And, oh, my God, you are working with genius. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Blur music, the Gorillaz music, and then you collaborating with them. Ah. Oh. He he's just a genius. You're a genius. You're 13 instrumental. Uh, you can play 13 instruments and your Berkeley background. I looked you up and you're just a genius, man. It's an honor to meet you. Thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate the compliment. I appreciate you checking us out, man. Checking this whole uh, music business thing out from rooter to tutor because it's not supposed to be a separate industry. You, you Hip hop's not supposed to be separate from country or rock or jazz or anything else. But because things are separated, you know, it, it makes it kind of hard for the collaborative hearts to get together as often as we would, because there's so many, you know, pieces of red, t red tape that we got to step through. But, uh, you know, if once we get past that kinds of stuff, you know, we we usually find some headway. And Damon's a smart guy. 
and he knows how to 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 kind of skip through all of the stuff that usually hangs everybody up and gets people in a place where their band you know just topples and and their situation's over after a while he knows how to rejuvenate people's spirits you know and that's an important aspect to have when when you're working for long term well we are we're working long term folks this is not this is not some quick little sweep sweep up job all right we got a lot of work the, and you know, we can do it. The fact that you're blending so many different styles of music is just so impressive. I, I was a roadie for a, a rock band in Seattle for two and a half years. Awesome. And I got to enjoy all the different uh, collaborative processes with different music. Uh, my favorite band is the Beatles because they worked with every type of music and tried to blend it together. Exactly. <laughs> And I've been studying that, and I've seen that you had that just collaborative of different types of music in your music. That is so impressive. I would love to get to know you more. Uh, I sure. think you're doing genius work. And I'm just so, so amazed to be able to get to talk to you. Thank you for everything. Not a problem at all. And make sure you hit me in you know, the DMs. You know, we'll, we'll stay in touch as well. And, and anybody else who's listening. You know, if you might have any questions after the spaces is over, et cetera, that just something on your mind that you might want to talk about that might be uh, sort of uh, evading you or, or a point that you can't quite reach yourself. You need another brain to hit off with it. Um, just give me a, a reach out or a shout out. And, yo, man, I got plenty of time. We got plenty of time to figure out issues. You know, it shouldn't be nothing but a thing to, to, to collaborate and, and help each other out. Help is one of the easiest things we can can offer. All right. So, with that being said, you know, you guys stay community driven, please, because if we don't have it, they got us. All right. If we don't have each other, they have us. There, there is no alternative way of looking at that. All right. So you know, lines are being drawn, and I'm on the artist side. So let's go, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Pevin. Um, in addition to being a world-renowned musician and artist, you're also very humble. Um, and thank you for uh, Eric coming up and pointing out um, some of the amazing things that, you know, Pevin did not say about himself, that, you you know, you, you play so many instruments, you're a producer. Time magazine has written articles about you. They've, you know, they've said, you know, compared you to Miles Davis, to, you know, Prince go, you know, we used to go to your concerts and, and uh, you know, so, yes, where you are, um, you are uh, an integral part of uh, how the space moves. People look to you. You are leading so many people. And um, and also, I want to shout out to my friend A-Rai. Uh, he is in the listener section. He is also another amazing musician. He's very active. He's a great community builder. Thanks for joining us today. So, um, yes, we, we're just like very starstruck. I have to tell you, Pevin, I, I still have to pinch myself to see if this is real that you're here, that, you know, you're in our space. And that's kind of the miracle of this blockchain is it's kind of an equalizer. And, and let's just review what we're actually doing. So what is money? Money represents the resources that are controlled around the world. So what is happening with the resources that is around the world, whether it's gold, oil, weapons, food, whatever it is, 
Because of blockchain technology, we can now have transparent systems of governance. And if you don't know what those words mean, you need to go learn about what does it mean to have transparent systems of governance. That means you know exactly where your oil, where your gold, where your diamonds, where your water, where your resources, where your tennis shoes, where your shirt, where your tomatoes, you will know exactly where it was made, how it was brought to you. This is actually the renaissance that I am celebrating because that is the bigger picture of what's happening with blockchain technology. And I realized this after going to Colombia and going to a big conference. And you know what? We're in it. All of us are in it. And to have soldiers on the ground like Pevin, who are in the real world and are coming in here, this is it. Retro Manny, Sid, Jeremy, Aira, we're the people who are leading our communities. And um, thank you very much, everyone, for coming today. I don't want to keep this space for too long. You've been with us. Pevin, there's one more thing that I need to ask you that we went around and everyone shared. Um, it is, what is your dream a year from now? What do you hope to be seeing a year from now in the space? Is there something you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, what I'd like to see is all of us uh, in a better position to help each other, even more so. And I'd like the scene to mean that we're, we're not struggling as artists. And then we, we have the, the free capability of, of collaborating with each other without issue. All right. Now, so far, it hasn't been a, a personality issue. It's been purely economic. And, you know, as long as we look at it as that, we realize how small the problem really is. You know, and it's not a personality-based issue. It's how are things set up? Will you respect the fact that they're set up that way? And how can we change that setup as quickly as possible? All right? Because if it's not comfortable, I don't mess with it. It's got to be comfortable. All right? It's got to feel right for all people involved, everybody involved. So, you know, this is why usually things don't work in our society is because somebody has to be one-sided about the thought process. All right? So knowing how to truly collaborate is a gift. It's also a, a choice and, and a notion that you have to have consecutively. All right. To not have that is why we don't have a consecutive, a cohesive feeling system that's easily malleable and easy for people to, to jump in and jump out of. So, you know, as, as long as we look at that as our focus, We'll be fine, you know, but that's easier said than done, you know, because everybody's got to work and everybody's got pressures of life. And, and, you know, we can let those things make us lose our perspective. Just but just remember something as artists, we float. All right. Yes, the waters become high, but our boat floats. All right. Each one of us, no matter how bad it gets for the, in, the industry, it's their perspective of us. You know, that is changing not our perspective of ourselves thank you we know we're artists we know what we're doing we're absolutely sure in that aren't we just go <laughs> excited and thank you pevin and one one last thing a lot of people want to poo-poo this crypto and this blockchain but let's just review something quickly we invented the system of check writing 
Did people write fake checks? Absolutely. Did we stop writing checks? No. Credit cards were invented. Credit card fraud happened. Did we stop using credit cards? No. Blockchain technology, we are trying to get secure, safe systems going. Sometimes systems are compromised and we learn. This whole thing is an experiment. So we're not going to give up just because sometimes things get compromised or there's somebody doing a rug pull on projects. These are things that are expected to happen. However, when you deal with authentic people like Jeremy, like Sid, like Retro Manny, like Eric, Pevin, this is the organic growth. These are the projects that you can be in. And so I I just want to say thank you again for joining us. And I want to give Eric a chance to tell us his dream of what he wishes to see a year from now. Please, Eric, go ahead. I would love to see no more wars, people trying to figure out how to have better ways of not screwing up the world, uh, better ways to use uh, the technology that we have to help out others and to keep on growing as as what we should be doing, not not these greedy ass people that try to you know, cause pain to other people. So they, uh, you know, monetarily just suck uh, up other people's lives and just to stop the greed, the horror, the, the stupidity of it all. And to actually be united and work together and grow and, and collaborate and to be a unit because the strength of teamwork is a good feeling and it, it gives energy and that energy bounces back and forth and it just grows and people just got stupid with greed and with just just the dumbest power grabbing crap and those people need to be not having power anymore and to have it with the good souls like in this room and for everybody to just wake up and realize that life is so short and to make it better for the next generations. So it's even more teamwork and more of a good flow. I am just so proud to be amongst you geniuses in this room. Thank you for everything you're doing. Very beautiful sentiments, Eric. And thank you so much for being a part of this movement. And we hope that we will, we're going to have future spaces and uh, Lucid Dreamer and I, we're going to continue to have spaces. We're going to continue to do collaborations. We're going to continue to introduce people to each other who want to do collaborations. And um, I want to thank everyone for joining our space today. Jeremy, you are amazing. I love your artwork. Sid, you are definitely um, going to be in the space. Uh, everyone here has been here for a long time, and um, I hope to see you all continuing to be with us. Um, we're going to go around and say goodbye and wish everybody well. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Pevin. Yes, uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for you know who who have participated in things up to date, and Sandy, I want to thank you. Um, love you. I think uh, this is a very smooth and easy collaborative effort that I'd like to do over and over and over and over and over and over. So, you know, as long as you got that kind of good rhythm and, that, and the good energy that we have behind these these pieces, man, I'm on board a thousand and fifteen and twenty percent. Like, really, like there's nothing you can come my direction with that I won't be over the moon about trying because we're on the new frontier and i'm so glad i got people with me who i i can i can speak with to help me through it too because i'm i'm, I'm fairly new to it myself i'm not 
totally new, but I'm new enough to still need assistance, you know? And uh, thank you all for being at least present enough for me to come back after all the time I've been gone, just to, you know, just to, you know, give me a chance at, at collaborating again and, and accepting the, the art wholeheartedly from me because I really do mean it from the heart. Thank you guys so much. All right. We love you too, Pevin. We're so blessed to have you. Lucid, did you want to say some goodbyes before we leave? And then we'll go down and everybody wish your last sentiments and we will uh, go on. Please, Lucid, go ahead. All right. Uh, I just wanted to thank everyone for coming. Uh, Pevin, I... <laughs> It was nice to hear from you, so that was great. And it was nice to work with you on this project. It was fun. So hopefully we can do some fun stuff together again, too. So, And yeah, thank you. And uh, everybody have a great Halloween. Thank you, Lucy. Jeremy, please go ahead. Jeremy may not be there. Sid, did you want to say uh, anything, uh, last words? And everybody, please support Sid's um, initiative, uh, his artwork that he's doing to raise money and awareness for Iranian women. Please take a look at that and comment and tweet. Sid, go ahead. Yeah. Um, just wanted to say, please carry on doing art. That's the best way to keep your sanity. Uh, make sure you talk to friends. Do not forget family. Collaborate. Um, and um, yeah, just be awesome and great as you are. And just one last note. Heaven, uh, man, uh, you have a voice I can listen for hours. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> do you know that I never thought that I had a good speaking voice? But Yeah, you do, man. Only on Twitter man. have I ever heard it. <laughs> but thanks yeah, for saying. It has that little smokiness, which is lovely. Uh, which is beautiful, really. Um, I, I I can see you playing kind of jazz in a, in a uh, kind of night night kind of a dimly lit space with kind of very slow jazz and really nice vocals. And I can I can hear you. Yeah, if you haven't done it so far, do it, please. Oh, definitely. You you'll see it. It's called pinup jazz. Thank you, Sid. You're right. Um... Everybody, you can Google Pevin. You can go on YouTube. You can find his YouTube videos. He's got over a million subscribers. His music has reached the world. And he does have a beautiful, silky, smoky voice that he could talk about anything. And I would just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just don't stop talking, please. It is a beautiful voice. Thank you so much. Retro Manny, please unmute yourself and uh, give us your last uh, uh, blessings and goodbyes. Uh, thanks, Andy. Um, and, uh, Pevin, I can't follow that voice. <laughs> I'm going to try and be as smooth as I can. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, Andy, for hosting and Lucid for hosting this uh, space. And again, really important topics that were discussed. And I, I just really hope that these things can carry on. So thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today. I know you're very busy and uh, we appreciate what you added to our space today. Sundog, did you want to unmute yourself? Are you here? We're saying goodbye. Yeah, blessings. I'd just like to say thank you to yourself and Lucid um, for involving me in your projects in the past and for everything that you're doing for the community. And um, this has been a wonderful space and I really look forward to this project growing. And Pevin, good to get to find out who you are. I'm definitely going to check into your music. And blessings, I love your vision. 
And yeah, blessings to everybody. Thank you, Sandog. Eric, uh, do you want to say goodbye before we take off? It's an honor to be in the same room as so many genius artists. Um, you guys, I look up to everybody in this room. I hope to learn and collaborate with everyone in this room in the future. And I wish you all a well time to be very safe and to keep on loving and keep on creating. Take good care. Thank you very much, Eric. I really appreciate you joining our space today. I want to give a shout out to Terry. She's in the listener section. And also, Tez Town is a really amazing community on the Tezos network. If you're not familiar with Tezos, check out Tez Town. They are amazing and they've got contests and they've got assistance. They'll give you uh, technical assistance if you need it. And um, also check out Lucid Dreamers links. Um, stay updated. Uh, you might want to put your notifications on. Lucid does not tweet 300 tweets a day, but when he does tweet, you don't want to miss what he's going on about. Please follow each other. Our community has grown today. Pevin, welcome to our mix. We are so blessed to have you. Thank you for doing this project. Having you, it took it up to another level. And Bless we you. are so Bless happy to have you. Not a problem. And I, I can't wait to the next project. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play before we leave. Um, I'm going to play Pevin Everett's World Love because this is one of my favorite music scores and we are celebrating world love so i hope you all have an amazing halloween uh, celebration this is the 45th year i've been in the united states today is the anniversary of me being in this country everyone thanks for joining us i'm going to play you uh Pevin's world love and um and let's just all pray for a better future and 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 feel the blessings we have and give some gratitude because we need artists the world needs art thanks for joining us today this is Pevin Everett uh, uh, Pevin I hope the music is loud enough and you can hear it. Oh, 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 oh,
All We Want by Pevin Everett. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Ancestor's Dream, a tribute to our planet. Hosted by Sandy Toast 2211 with Lucid Dreamer, Pevin Everett, and more. Recorded on Sunday, October 30th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends find a rap on the patio six feet motherfucker step the fuck back doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debate great methods amazed to play inception the base stay blessed see even with these huge sums of overall royalties these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small many rights holders are making around three quarters of a How to turn profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. What happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music